Lukowitz here. Dan on top. Hope everybody's doing really, really well. We've got an exciting episode here today. Esther rises loan by an Esther, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. Glad to see you. This is going to be a cool episode. I'm very excited to dive into your background, your history, kind of bounce notes off of you, being that we're in the same industry, but we have different perspectives and maybe um, see different aspects of the same industry. So let's just go right into this. Give us a feel for who you are. If I asked you the question, who is Esther Rises Loanbind? How would you answer that? All right. Uh, oh, um, loaded question. That's um, right. How would I answer that? Well, number one, I'm a mom. So that's number one. Um, number two, I am a speech language pathologist um, originally, and I am now in the real estate field. So I consider myself now a realtor, an investor, an investment manager. Excellent. So you mentioned that you were a speech language pathologist and now you're an investor and a realtor. How'd you make that transition? Okay. So um, several reasons. Um, I was loving my job as a speech language pathologist. Um, and then I switched over to real estate when I moved from Brooklyn to Rockland County. So um, I was working in Brooklyn and it was the process was so much easier where I was working in one school with one agency and then when I moved to Rockland County, I had to, every agency had cases all over. So I had to travel a lot. And I said, the only way I'm going from house to house is to sell them and not work in them. So that's how I started out in residential, um, um, selling homes, and um, went on to buildings as a commercial. Um, another reason I switched over was just as my kids were getting older, I was working with many children, my kids' ages. And I just couldn't work with children and then come home to children. I was like, you know, I, I need to see adults as well. I need to be in the more professional um, environment. So that was um, just a personal reason that I switched over. Sure. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. So you mentioned that you're yeah. not only a real estate professional, but you're also an investor. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of your investments. All right. Okay. So um, my intention was always to invest in multifamily um, okay. initially as a passive investor um, which I still plan on doing but several other opportunities came up that we went for such as um, warehousing space we're big now in warehousing as warehousing became very uh, a very wanted um, in demand asset now sure um, so we're purchasing warehouses uh, we're also building spec homes um, so that's just opportunities that came our way, and we're pretty much like open to any opportunity as long as it's, um, you know, it makes sense for us. So we're yeah, we're looking at anything. I still plan on investing in multifamily. I sell multifamily developments, and I advise others to do it. Um, I'm a big fan of it, um, but I, I have yet to do it myself. It's sure, in, it's in the plans. So you mentioned industrial real estate, and just as a little personal plug. I'm actually putting on a webinar. Uh, anybody who wants more information can reach out to me. I'll give you a link to register. It's totally free. It's uh, a Next Level Mastermind webinar with myself, self, Seth Bradley, Adam Carswell. It's going to be a really awesome, uh, really awesome time. We're going to discuss uh, from. It's called from uncertainty to opportunity. How to capitalize in commercial real estate in 2021. We're going to discuss syndications. We're also going to discuss what I call the industrial revolution, which I define as the movement of products from retail shelves and stores 
into warehouses. I mean, it's a huge, huge, huge transition that's going on, something I'm very passionate about. I know you're passionate about it as well. So just a little personal plug. If anybody wants more information, please feel free to reach out to me directly, and I'm happy to give you a link, invite you in. You can register for the webinar and take part in that incredible opportunity and all that opportunity that's awaiting us in 2021. So let's just dive into that. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts on industrial real estate, and, and maybe I'll tell you a little bit as well, and we can kind of flesh that out, because that's something I'm really interested in. Okay, amazing. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, with COVID and everything, and people moving all around to different areas, there was a mass um, exodus from cities to, to suburbs and beach towns. And with everything becoming more online, people are... Um, looking for warehouses, uh, spaces to to conduct their businesses wherever they are, and you know, as more things get online, more warehouses are in need. So it's something that I think developed more uh, due to COVID. So um, I get a request almost every single day for someone looking for a warehouse. Um, I can't even, you know, it's like it's like the hot market right now to be in. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I have, yeah, absolutely. And you know, all requests um, in all areas. Yeah, I mean, it's Sorry, great to hear somebody else, uh, you know, having that same same uh, same perspective and same experience. I mean, from the way that I look at things, you know, I'm a former Amazon business development executive, so I have a little bit of maybe of an inside scoop as to how things work in the e-commerce uh, behemoth and in e-commerce in general. And what's fascinating is that you know we've got all these like variables coming together, almost like a perfect storm. You know, we've got e-commerce booming. We've got COVID where people are, you know, shopping more online and, and retail is really changing, right? We're seeing more of what we call an omni-channel fulfillment, which is a fulfillment of uh, products through all the different channels. So it can be in-person brick-and-mortar retail. It can be curbside pickup. It could be, you know, e-commerce and shipping. It can be, you know, delivery, all these different options. And then what's very fascinating, I think people discount this today, is uh, autonomous vehicles. You know, everybody thinks about autonomous vehicles as, you know, the Teslas and these cool cars that can drive us. But what the real beneficiary of autonomous vehicles is the U.S. freight system. Because right now, the way that it works is that if you're a semi-truck driver, okay, and you're driving down that highway, every single night you have to stop. There are legal regulations that prevent someone from driving more than a certain number of hours a day. They have to stop, pull over, rest, start back over the next day. Well, with autonomous vehicles, without drivers in them, you actually have the ability to drive continuously. So what we're going to see in the next probably five to ten years is these lanes, dedicated lanes on the highway system throughout America that are devoted specifically to semi-trucks, right? And you'll see semis going in flying V formations to reduce drag and save on fuel efficiency. And what will happen is we're going to actually get our, our products faster, right? We're going to be able to have same day, same hour shipping. And what that's going to cause is that's going to cause a need for kind of a shuffling of a deck of a deck and a reconfiguration of the supply chain. So you're going to see a need for more last mile fulfillment centers. You're going to see a need for more what we call cold storage, which is a refrigerated facility for things like groceries. And you're just going to see that industrial space have an increased need. So it's kind of fascinating what's going on right now in this whole industrial revolution. I'm excited to be part of it. I see my clients looking more and more for industrial assets because that's a big part of what we do as net lease brokers. And I just I think we're living in very exciting times, Esther. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Especially with Amazon coming into all areas, they need more fulfillment centers in more locations. So that's a huge um, influx coming into different areas. 
No question. Yeah, definitely. You're, you're absolutely right. So, and yeah, like you said, like with the retail um, coming in, people are shopping more online as opposed to like, you know, who wants to go to the store now, especially with COVID? Even like food shopping, every, <clears throat> everything is becoming more online. Um, it's becoming um, a lot more popular than actually going to a store. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we'll see a bigger boom uh, and things are going to continue shift in that direction. So definitely something for everyone to keep their eye on. Focus on industrial real estate. It's white hot right now. Rents are going up. Properties are, are values are increasing. Cap rates are going down. And uh, it's very exciting to see what's going to happen in the next few quarters, in the next few years. So look, Esther, you have a very a very background, right? You've got the experience as a speech-language pathologist. You transitioned to being a realtor. You've got the background as an investor. That's a direction you want to push further into. Being that you have that, that, uh, that history and that background, what advice do you have to other investors who are watching this show? All right. So um, I always invest people to go into real estate, um, especially like, um, you know, you want, people want to put aside money for retirement, for college funds, just passive in, um, cash flow. Um, I always advise people to weigh the benefits of real estate versus, let's say, the stock market. Sure. And see the benefits and why why it's important to invest in real estate. Um, you know, as we said, like all these long-term benefits of, of passive cash flow can be significant um, in the long term. Um, and my, my advice is usually for someone to go in, if, if they're well-educated, go in as an active. But generally, I advise someone to go in initially as a passive investor. Okay. Um, learn, follow people, see what's going on, um, read, research every single detail, and go in initially like that. And then once you're certain and you have the capital and you have the team and you have the management and everything in place, the, fi the financing, then I'd recommend going in as an active um, investor as a GP. Okay, very uh, That's my tidbit of advice. Sure. So go in passive at first and uh, you know see how the deal structure works and then, then get yourself active. I like it. Appreciate that. So in general, what do you feel are the keys to success in real estate in your mind? Yeah, so the keys to success is um, it's obviously location is number one key. Um, team, going in with the right team is important. Having the, the proper team, I think, is huge. I think it's actually one of the largest um, uh, pieces of, of success, you know, the biggest key is having the right team because everyone's good at something and you want to make sure that you're going in with, um, let's say some people are good at reaching out to people. Some people are good at underwriting. Some people are good at, um, you know, just finding the finances or managing the properties. You want to have the proper team in place. And then um, a lot of it is a lot of prayers, a lot of luck that's go. involved in, um, you know, with the right the right deals, you could have everything perfect in place, and then you just have to have that bit of trust in God that all it all works out. There you go. There you go. I couldn't echo uh, more strongly enough what you're saying about having the right team. And that's you know, something I want to stress. I'm a, a net lease broker, right? This is my show, Dan, on top of all things commercial real estate. And one of the things I do is I provide value to my clients, right? So if my clients want to know the value of their building, they reach out to me. So anybody watching this, if you own commercial property, you want to know anything about commercial property, please, by all means, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to put together a complimentary, no-obligation value proposal for you, outlining the exact market value of your asset. And it's very important. 
having the great team is super important. And also being informed. And that's one of the things that you can do. That's what you can benefit by leveraging a great team is to take their expertise and their background and history and knowledge and connections and make yourself more informed. And that's why it's very important to have a great commercial real estate broker on your team. So again, anybody wants a proposal, please reach out. I'm happy to help. Um, so listen, yeah, I mean, 100%. It, yeah, it's, 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 it's a no brainer. I mean, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't make a move in the stock market without consulting with your financial advisor. Same thing is true in the commercial real estate. It's something that people should definitely exactly. focus on. Um, and if you're on that, you know, I want to echo your point too, is if you are an investor and you're looking to grow, you always want to surround yourself with people that know more than you and surround yourself with mentors and great people so that it can rub off on you. You know, growing up as a kid, despite the fact that, you know, I'm a short, white Jewish guy, I did like to play basketball, right? And my dad always used to tell me, he said, Dan, if you want to get better at playing basketball, be the worst guy on the court. Always surround yourself with people that are better than you. And I, I firmly believe in that. Reach up in relationships, reach out to people that you respect, who are experts in the field, and their expertise and their knowledge and their character traits are going to rub off on you. So listen, Esther, we've got about 100%. a minute, minute and a half left. Did you have any questions for me, for Dan on top? Um, I love watching your show and I love your outgoing, energetic, uh, personality. Um, you've got that. it, you got it going. Yeah. Um, it's amazing what you're doing. It's very, it's so important to educate people and, um, and let, you know, get, let people be in the know. Um, I write for a magazine and, you know, I like to educate people. I like to let people know I write the real estate column. So I'm always, um, providing information. I'm also happy to, um, you know, discuss any potential investment anyone needs help with or would like to buy something either on the passive end or at the active end as a, G, as a GP. I have so much going on that I ha I'm having a hard time keeping up with. Um, so I'm actually starting a website and starting to um, build a team, build, you know, uh, build a company um, because it's, it's going better than I expected, which I'm grateful for. Um, but I'm always awesome. out there ready to uh, reach out to me and ready to help. Uh, if you have any questions, any, um, you know, interest in investing, I'm happy to help. Awesome. Well, hey, Esther, thank you so much for joining us today on Dan on Top. I'm Dan Lukowitz. Dan on Top of all things commercial real estate. If there's anything I can do, please reach out. Happy to help. Happy to be a resource. We'll see you all very, very soon. <laughs>